Hello everyone, welcome to the Genesis Home Podcast, where we talk to experts in real estate, finance, business, community, and beyond, covering topics that are important to us. Let's listen in. Hi everyone, this is Rita Parker of the Genesis Home, host of the Genesis Home Podcast, and founder of the Genesis Home. First of all, I wanted to thank everyone from our supporters to our guest for an amazing 2021, which was our first year of podcasting. It was definitely a learning experience and it was amazing. So once again, thank you to everyone and I am so excited for what's coming in 2022. We listen to our guests, our advisors, everyone, and we are going to do more real estate-based content and answer a lot of the questions that are important to you. We are going to address the topics of valuation of properties, generational wealth, development and micro-communities, and things that are popping up in the real estate world and in the business world such as cryptocurrency, um, real estate investment, brand awareness, and also how to make social media a little bit more manageable. Because I know we all really depended on that, especially during the pandemic, to market our businesses, meet new people, find ways to cope with probably staying at home, being on lockdown for some of us in different countries. So thank you so much. We will be addressing those things. And we are bringing in new experts and uh, finding ways to answer those questions for you. The really cool thing about 2022 is that we're going to have also panelists as well this year. So experts that address these topics. So it will no longer be just myself and a guest. We're now going to have a panel discussion on these crucial topics of money management, real estate investment, how to effectively manage and grow, or how to be a first-time home buyer or deal with retirement. So these are questions and issues that we will be addressing this year. The one thing I really wanted to discuss with everyone today is the topic of misinformation or disinformation. It's not new. So I'm not going to say for the past couple of years, but since the pandemic, it's become a way of, it's become part of the mainstream culture to the point where we don't know what's truth and we don't know what's a lie. Denzel Washington said something that was incredibly insightful. He said, is it better to be first or is it better to be right? What, what are, what's the consequences of too much information? And I think we're all dealing with the side effects of what it's like to be overloaded or inundated with too much information and we don't know fact from fiction. Also, we are also seeing the side effects or the long-term consequences of concentrated assumptions or mistruths. The first thing I want to mention is be careful what you post online. No matter what you say, no matter what you do, be careful. Because what you might think is an opinion 
someone will take, flip it, and make it a fact. And now, while you had it as an opinion, and there's evidence of that opinion, because of the way this world works, and there's a lot of very unhealthy people, and there's a lot of questions involving the mental health as a result of too much information and social media, just be mindful. Another thing that's really important that we should discuss is the role of the podcaster or the content creator. I am a huge fan of podcasting. I'm very glad that I have this this opportunity to, you know, and this platform to show people, I mean, for people to listen and learn new things and have fun and watch, watch me or listen to me goof off sometimes. <laughs> but it's a responsibility. Once we post these episodes or once we talk on our channels, whether it be Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Apple Podcast, or whatever, it sends a message of who we are. It's a bit of an introduction. So I would like to start off with this. I am not a doctor. I am not a lawyer. I am not a physicist. I am not an astronaut, and I do not specialize in politics. I am not a politician. Do I have opinions? Of course I do. We're human beings. We all have opinions. But I'm not an expert. If I go on a podcast, or if I'm posting something on social media, I have to keep in mind that it's opinion-based only. It's not rooted in a fact. The minute you take something out of the context, it stops becoming a debate. It starts becoming an attack. The beautiful example of misinformation or disinformation is, believe it or not, there's a show called Catfish. It was originally a documentary based off someone else's actual experience. There's different brush-offs or send-offs of, of spin-offs of that show. But essentially, the premise of that theme is someone was talking to someone else online, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Hangout, and they formed a relationship. They formed a bond online. They try to do phone calls or something, and it just never was was never was taken. Nothing came out of it. Either the catfish ghosted them, or they lied and said they couldn't do it. So they reach out a host. It can be, you know, even Kimmy here in the United States. There's some in the UK, Canada, I think Brazil. And their job is to find the catfish or find the person behind the social media. So they look up the number, they look up, you know, any friends that might overlap between the two accounts. And usually some of those episodes, most of those people actually turn out what they say they are. But those episodes are not, they don't happen often. Most of those episodes, it's about deception. Someone with a pretty face or someone that meets the criteria. And in reality, they are not what they are in the photos or it doesn't match the story that they portray to this person. Or there could be a serial catfish. So they're not the first victim. There's multiple people. 
the point of catfish is not necessarily about the content or the people meeting each other. The big part about catfish or the show or catfishing in general is really the ripple effect behind that. You can go home. Once that person's been held accountable, maybe that person might be held accountable. He might be called out on the show. There's a lot of things that might happen, but the damage is done. That ripple effect is there. That person who was catfished or was lied to, they have to live with that. You get to go home and go to bed. That's essentially the same thing with misinformation or cyberbullying or trolling. You make these decisions, trolls, cyberbullies, whatever, they create these grandiose stories out of literally nowhere or out of their own insecurities, base it in fact, and then when the truth does come out, and that's nowhere near the case, because there's so many now variations of that one topic or that one rumor, the truth gets clouded. No one really sees what the, the, the facts, no one gets to hear the facts. So let me give you an example. Anyone who's been to high school is familiar, anyone who's been to high school or have kids in school, they're familiar with bullying. Bullying is rooted in some form of rumors or lies, okay? A guy gets really angry at a, at a student, he decides he or she or they, decide to spread a rumor that's not true. Let's say, you know, Greg stole money from the booster club. Greg didn't steal money from the booster club. The booster club deposited in the account. Someone was really pissed off at Greg. And now Greg has this thing swirling around his head. I mean, swirling around this rumor swirling around Greg saying that Greg's a thief. Now there's evidence proving that Greg's in the clear. But by the time the, the evidence comes out that Greg did nothing wrong, not only now do you have people either not trusting Greg, do trust Greg, or now there's other rumors attached to that rumor. So now it went from Greg stealing money from a booster club till Greg is robbing the high school or robbing the, a bank. Greg didn't do any of that. That's really how misinformation and disinformation spreads. So if you don't know, don't say anything. If you're not an expert in it, don't pretend that you are. That's really the basis here. And as content creators, as podcasters, as bloggers, we have another responsibility attached to that. We also have the responsibility of information and communication. And we should communicate the fact that we are not experts in certain industries. I'm a real estate agent. My expertise is in real estate. I also specialize in logistics and operations for startup businesses. That's my area of expertise. I do not specialize in social media management. I'm going to find someone who does. I am not a global brand specialist. I'm going to find someone who is. I am not, these are things that I am not, this is not my expertise. So for me to say anything outside of that, I have to make it known to my listeners or to anyone who checks out the Genesis Home YouTube channel that 
this is based out of either my opinion or the opinion of the team or a an actual resourced or researched fact the issue with that and the issue with podcasters especially when we talk about the topic of like Joe Rogan or you know people like that it's not a right wing or left wing thing if you know you can't and you don't have anything to back up those assumptions, don't say anything. There, That's really what this is. And that's really why everyone's feeling the way they're feeling. Because there's side effects to that. There's a mental health component. People are trusting the words that are coming out of our mouths. There is a, there's a, a morale issue. We can't trust our neighbors because there's so many layers of mistruths and lies and assumptions that by the time it gets to us by the time the truth does get to us we're so paranoid or we're so freaked out that we don't know what to do next so how do you address that first of all use common sense if you know full-blown well that something just doesn't make any sense whatsoever and it's, there's no real logic to it, then don't take it on. I know that's a big ask, but that's really what I'm asking for. Use common sense. Another thing, consider the source. If I'm talking about real estate, I'm licensed and certified in real estate. I have resources and education to back up my claims. I have history on my side in certain aspects. So if I'm talking about the market, I'm talking about the real estate market. If I'm talking about global cities, that's because that's part of real estate. But I know nothing about web design or game development. I'm not a gamer, so I can't talk to us about something I don't know anything about. I can offer my opinion on it. I can have a viewpoint about it, but it's not my strength. So consider the source. It's a very basic way of thinking about it. If you know a person has a history, have a pattern behavior of lying or spinning the truth, why are you taking their advice? Why are you endorsing that behavior? A beautiful example would actually be the British press. The, for the past five, six-ish years, there's been repeated history of the British media going after the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, also known as Harry and Meghan. There's documented history of it. And it's not rooted in fact. In fact, those who they've, they've connected Harry and Meghan to all have come out and said, that's not true. Beautiful example would be Liza Minnelli. They had an article out there a few, a couple of years ago when they first moved to the United States, and they said they were staying with Liza Minnelli. Liza Minnelli publicly came out and said, as much as I would love to have them there, they're not with me. There was another assumption that they, that Lindsay Lohan offered them their space. She said it as a joke. There was another assumption that Megan's that um, about Megan's boyfriends, or 
you know, Archie's skin color. There's so many things that there's a history there. So if they're telling you who the, if they're showing you who they are, believe them. So Maya Angelou was absolutely right. That's the first thing. Another thing, Google might be free, but that does not make them an expert. I can look up the code of Hammurabi does not mean I am an expert in Egyptian history. That is not my specialty. It might be fun to read. It might be fascinating, but that's not my expertise. Just because Google's free doesn't make you an expert. Also, be careful what's posted on social media. And this is coming from an entrepreneurial perspective. As small business owners, as entrepreneurs, we get myths all the time and assumptions that there are ways to cut corners to make something happen. There's nothing that you can cut that will replace hard work. Everything has a process and you have to trust the process. If you want to buy a house, you have to have money. You have to have money for a down payment. Or if you don't have money for a down payment, you at least have enough money to cover the mortgage. If you plan on being a landlord, you have to have reserves at least up to six months. So that way, if anything goes wrong, you're covered. You, If you want to be an investor, you have to learn what the different type of investments are. In real estate, there's the Real Estate Investment Trust. Now, with that being said, social media is a big part of our business. But it's also a big part where the myths come from. If someone says to you, you can buy a house online by buying the tax information, that's not entirely accurate. What they mean is, is that you can inquire, you can purchase, if they are defaulted on their taxes, you can purchase the deed or title, but it'll be considered as a reserve to buy them time to buy it from you. Or it's potentially going into foreclosure. But each state operates differently. These are things that are not discussed on social media, which is why you have to be very careful when you post things. Once again, I am a real estate agent. I am a licensed real estate agent out of New York State. And the one thing that I can honestly say is a huge headache is when people post easy ways to buy property. There's no easy way to buy property. There's a right way of buying property. There's an effective way of buying property. But easy does not mean anything because there's a process. So if I'm saying that as a real estate agent, if I'm saying that as a podcaster, if I'm saying that as, as a founder of a business, that's really what you have to think about. What do I, what am I missing in this line of communication? When someone says, I did not get a beautiful example, there was a, a guy on Twitter, I'm not going to mention his name because I don't have permission. He said that he got denied for a mortgage. And people commented underneath, well, it's the system. That's one part of it. But the other part is you don't know what he got denied for and what, what, that, what that denial entailed. That's why so many like attorneys and um, doctors and um, sometimes like re like real like real estate professionals will tell you do not post 
private information online. Do not post your results that you got a mortgage approved or declined. Don't talk about your custody or whatever agreement that you have. Because we don't know the context. Because that's where things get complicated. Because if we did, we would know what to do. So once again, consider the source. Know that there's actual experts and actual information out there. Also, if you feel like you're overwhelmed or scared or you don't know where to turn, please get help. Part of the reason why there's so many trolls out there and so much hatred on social media or in media in general is because we're not happy. Or there's a part of us that doesn't feel complete. Or there's a void there. Attacking others online or spreading lies about someone does not resolve that for you. In fact, it fuels it. Because now you have to live with this this heavy boulder or this heavy load on your heart, knowing that not only do you feel some type of way, you are putting that anger and that resentment on someone else. Just, I'm not saying just get help because that's not realistic. But you do need to step back and really think about the decisions you're making and how it impacts others. The decisions that you make do have a con they have consequences. So if you know that you're trolling someone or clout chasing, shout out to Cardi B because I still think that was an amazing song. That's more of a mental health red flag than you realize because you're dropping everything to go after someone, one you probably have never met and you don't know. Two, you are fueling probably really dangerous people and you're instigating bad behavior. There was a report um, circulating social media about, you know, the marketing of trolls or troll or people who are monetizing hate. Part of the reason why is because we, because there's a part of us that likes the fact that the pretty person's getting hate. But guess what? They're not getting the hate. You're really watching someone self-destruct and you're clicking on it and you're supporting it and you're endorsing it. It's sad, really. And then you're going after the good people who are telling you over and over again that it's not true, that it is dangerous. There are consequences. There's side effects of this. There's mental health concerns. But you hide behind the assumption of, well, they are, they have money. They didn't always have money. Tyler Perry slept in his car. Meghan Markle was a was, you know, she was an actress, but her car broke down multiple times. No one started out this way. This wasn't their starting out point. They built up to this. They worked hard. They put in the time. And also, you don't know what, go through, what goes through people's minds and hearts and feelings. So when you post things and bash people online, you don't know what that looks like for the person who's reading it. 
for the person who's probably even more bitter than you. You're probably fueling someone else's anger. You don't know. And then you make money on top of that. So not only are you lying and you're egging people on and you're spreading all these rumors and talking about fake pregnancies and how dare she and oh, what this and this is the reason why this person's this way is because she has this. That has more to do with you than it does with Priyanka Chopra Jonas. That has more to do with your issues and what you're missing than it has to do with the Sussex Squad. You're just telling the world that you're not okay. And if you're not okay, go get help. Another thing that is important is accountability. No one holds, and I'm not gonna say no one because that's, that's a generalization and that's not fair. Mass reporting of an episode or a person is important. And it's not because of the money or anything. It's because it lets you know what your standards are. If you know people like Joe Rogan or, you know, people who promote or mainstream media, report it. Or turn it off. Don't listen to it. That also sends a message. In the digital age that we live, in the age we live in now, engagement unfortunately means endorsements because people look at analytics. So be careful when you do clickbait, when you click on that that headline. Be careful when you listen to a podcast even. I'm woman enough to admit that. Because if they don't meet your standards, if, they, if you feel like you're not getting a balanced objective, if you feel like you're being attacked or you're being belittled, or you feel like this this conversation doesn't have the the diversity of opinion, don't click on it. Once again, my angel said it multiple times. If someone is showing you who they are or telling you who they are, believe them. Listen to what they say, but watch what they do. I know I'm throwing a lot of slogans, but that's pretty much how this works. What we do here at the Genesis Home Podcast or the Genesis Home in general is that every time we have a guest, a client, a guest, a client, or anyone that needs assistance or we're inviting onto the podcast, we make sure we do our due diligence. We make sure we have the right information before we make a decision, before we go, before we post a an episode before we, you know, reach out to anyone. We don't just do something because we're doing it because people are giving us attention. You either come right or don't come at all. And that should be across the board with anything. This, and that's how you should look at this. That's how you should think about this. I'm at home and I have to trust, or I'm with my kids and I have to find a way to figure out what are they telling me and why are they telling me it? Those are the questions you should be thinking about. What information are they trying to tell me? But why are they telling me this? Are they telling me this for me to be afraid? 
Are they telling me this because I need to learn it? Are they telling me this because there's something that needs to be addressed and to be changed or protected? What are they telling me? And if you feel, and like, once again, I know this is long-winded, but if you feel like you're not okay, I don't care if you have money. I don't care if you live in Section 8 housing. I don't care if you're with your parents. If you do not feel safe and you don't feel safe with yourself, get help. Part of the reason why social media has become so toxic is because you're seeing, or media in general, you're seeing what happens if you are not okay with self. And you're also watching how people are exploiting that. Your mental health is not a game. Your right to valuable and balanced information is not a game. This is your life. And you have every right to have and be around positivity and a well-rounded view of topics and information. But you can say no. You can't say no, I no longer want this toxicity. Turn it off. Walk away. Report it. If you know someone's not okay, make sure they get help. If you know social media right now for you is a bit much, take a break. You don't have to be on it. People take social media breaks all the time. You can too. To change the market, we have to change ourselves. To shut down hatred, we have to address why the hatreds exist and we have to get into a time of healing. And that's really the important part of this episode. And this is really what I wanted to let people know. First of all, you would never... Nothing changes in this world unless we change it. The beautiful thing about the term market is really the people control the market. So let's end this. Let's end the market of misinformation or the troll market. Let's really get into a period of healing. Let's get into a period of accountability. Let's start getting into a period a period of, they used to call, they called this pandemic something that I found really interesting. Someone called it the great reboot or the great reset. That there could be things that we could not do before the pandemic or that were in discussion before the pandemic that we can now apply going forward. Let that be the end of trolling. Let that be the end of monetizing monetizing hate, okay? Let that be the end of mistruths or disinformation or misinformation. Let's bring back what's really going on out there. We don't need to know everything. First of all, little old school is not a bad idea in this case. We don't need to know everything under the sun, okay? Every... 
actor and what they're eating and how they're eating is not as important as it used to be. If we learned anything from the pandemic, the one thing that's been important is our mental health, our physical safety, and our ability to take care of ourselves and our families in a safe and effective way that there's some growth to it. We've also learned during this pandemic is that we have to not be so dependent upon one way of thinking. That great reset, as people keep coining or mentioning, should include diversity. And not just diversity of people or respecting of different cultures, which you should. I mean, that's just, that's just obvious. But respect differences of opinion and what can come from a healthy discussion of those differences of opinion. And also learn the difference between an opinion and a fact. That's also a big part of that should be part of that reset. Dependency upon one idea will always be a toxic idea. (laughs) There are different cultures that introduce different ways of living. There are different, there's so much going on. There's so many amazing things in this world that to fuel it or destroy it because you're angry or or bitter, or or lost, or scared, is sad and dangerous. So here's what I'm asking people for 2022. And yes, I'm fully aware that this is February when I'm asking this. I am asking for people to stop, take a step back, take a breath, and think. And think about these three questions. Is it something that is beneficial to you and your family? Is it something that will help your community grow and flourish? And is it something that is a necessity? And I don't mean like physical necessity, like having having a roof over your head, clothes on your back. I mean a necessity as in your mental health. Do you see this being rewarding for your mental health and for your physical health going forward? If It's no to any of those three. Don't do it. We are seeing the benefit of just being a good person and doing good things. We are seeing the benefit of what happens when you focus on your goals and your dreams or aspirations and you just be genuine. Cardi B never hid anything about being Cardi B. She knows she started out as a stripper. She made she did make some mistakes and she's Cardi B. But she's and first of all, she's not the first person who went from stripper to rapper to an actor. You can be yourself and be a success. And I am praying that those who are in toxic environments that fuel that anger for you, that enable that that bitterness, that you remove yourself from it and you go get help and you heal. And you don't put it on social media and give it to somebody else. And because that's really the part of the pandemic. We have three pandemics that we're fighting right now. One is the actual COVID-19 and its variants. 
Another one is misinformation and the ripple effect from that. And also, the fallout of living in an unhealthy environment or a toxic environment. Those are the big three right now that we are dealing with. How do we address that? For the pandemic, people are, you know, eating more healthy. They're trying to, people are taking or getting the vaccine. They're, they're washing more, which, okay. How they're addressing misinformation they block that person, they ignore it, they don't listen to that podcast anymore, they don't watch that channel, they, they're checking their followers. Because they know they don't want that in their bubble anymore. Because that's hindering them. Mental health. There's, you're seeing more people interested in meditation, you're seeing more people hit the gym, but not hit the gym just to get physically fit. But just to release some endorphins. You're seeing more and more people going into therapy. You're learning new therapy practices or traveling can be therapeutic. People are cooking and exploring new things. That can be part of their mental health journey. Anything that's hindering you from learning and growing is not for you. And anyone who enables that type of behavior should not be in your bubble. It should not be anywhere near your Facebook, should not be anywhere near your Twitter, should not be near anywhere near your social media. You have every right to have a relaxing and fun experience. As content creators, as podcasters, as brand specialists, we do have a responsibility. And we have responsibility to provide consistent adequate and respectful content to our listeners and our and our supporters and the sponsors and the platforms that we post our episodes on you have the responsibility of highlighting what is not working for you what is working for you what and what your standards are that's how this works so 2022 please make this the year of the standards please make this the year that you put quality over quantity first please make this the year where you think about is what i'm listening to or what i'm allowing healthy for me and my future and my development. If it's not, put it down, turn it off, walk away, have a plan to walk away. Because you only get this life once. There's no do-over. Make it a genuine one. Make it a positive one. Make it a healthy one. Make it a fun one. There are some great people in this world. There's some great podcasts in this world that are empowering and, and, and can inspire you to, to achieve great things. Listen to them. You would be surprised what you are supporting when you do that. 
So I'm so excited for what 22 is going to happen, what's going to come out of 2022. I'm, I'm excited to learn what everyone's going to do and new projects they want to start or new businesses they want to build or, you know, maybe they want to go to school. So I'm excited for what you guys want to do and you guys are going to be posting. Let's make 2022 a productive year. So everyone be safe. Thanks for listening. Once again, my name is Rita Parker. I'm the host of the Genesis Home Podcast. And you have an amazing 2022. And you have a great weekend. Bye.